Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, sweet pleasure seekers. You are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we're going to have a very interesting conversation this evening with a guest of mine named Anjana Manavalan from India. Uh, we're just going to be getting her on shortly. But um, in the meantime, for those of you who are brand new to this show, I bet that you have not realized that there are over 260 other episodes or more available in the podcast uh, formation <laughs> because there's a formation for podcast, but it's actually just available in podcast. You can find it on Inspired Choices Network, along with uh, iHeartRadio and literally over 50 other podcast places. So, And also it's live streaming in many different locations as well. So if you're listening to the show and you're not listening on the Inspired Choices Network directly, you can always find your way over there to find every single one of the podcasts that are available. Not all of the different locations have all the podcasts. So I invite you to do that, especially during this time. For those of you listening currently, uh, we are actually in quarantine and through most of the world during COVID-19. And a lot of people are looking for things to do. And one of the great things to do is actually listen to some podcasts. Another thing you could do is actually start your own, and one of the things that you can do to start your own is to join us here on Inspired Choices Network. We're always looking for great new hosts with great new shows, so I invite you that if that's something that you're interested in doing and you feel you've got a voice and you've got something that you'd like to share with people and you've got information that you feel you'd like to get out to the world, definitely contact uh, Inspired Choices Network for more information on how to have your own podcast and radio show that goes live. Another thing that we've got going on here is that we love having guests. So if you'd love to be a guest on one of the shows that we have that's a current show, then also contact the station, and there's a great way to connect with different hosts uh, through that platform. So the, uh, the actually the owner of Inspire Choices Network will hook you up with different uh, people that if you are interested in being interviewed, you can have that. Isn't that fantastic? So tonight, we're actually going to be talking about trauma and abuse. And this conversation we're having is actually a conversation that uh, I was actually talking to Anjana one day, and she had this great question about how do you deal with abuse? What can you do to to deal with it or to move past it or to move through it? And so the question was a really great question that when I addressed it, I think her question was directly, how do you how do you get rid of all of it? And I said, well, there's so many different ways. And I think that one of the main things was that we really got to look at 
do you ever really get rid of all the trauma. Um, but there's so many ways to start to move it out of your body. I'm a big fan of trying out like everything and anything under the sun. And one of my favorite ways of moving trauma out of my body is through movement. And I see moving it out of the body because the truth is we tend to lock these things like traumas into our body. And we also tend to lock things like abuse into our body. For example, with locking trauma into our body, one of the ways that we've done that is, for example, let's take a simple trauma uh, as a child. Maybe you've had a trauma where you fell and you uh, harmed your leg or something. And the thing is for your body, your body, next time that it's around that area, wherever you had that fall, your body has a memory. And it might actually even react as if it had fallen again. And I was talking to my dad about trauma. He's had a lot of different traumas and abuses in his life. Not that he hasn't passed them on, but um, one of the things that he had told me years ago was that he had, I think it was that he had, been, he had actually tripped on a road, um, the sidewalk was uneven, and there was a little lip in it, and he tripped, and he fell, and he hurt himself pretty badly. And then 20 years later, he went back to that same place. He hadn't been there in you know, t- at least 10 or 20 years. And he went back, and he was walking down that same road, and his body automatically stopped, had fear in it. And when it stopped, he actually realized then in that moment that his body was remembering the fall, the trauma that had occurred. And there are so many traumas people have constantly all the time that, you know, we often don't even realize how many times we're experiencing that and then our body just goes, what's going on here, right? So my dad had the wherewithal and the awareness that, in fact, he was remembering this uh, traumatic experience. So our bodies are funny like that, and they do hold information and memory. So we're going to actually be talking tonight a lot about what are some options for some things we can do to start to move that out and have it be different for us. And sometimes we run from our trauma and abuse, and sometimes you know, we try to ignore that it even existed. And there are so many different ways that we've experienced trauma and abuse and that we've ignored it. And now we're going to look today at some different approaches and different ways to maybe address this. I want to welcome our guest tonight. She's a friend of mine. She absolutely adores bodies and is desiring to share what she knows about uh, all things to do with more pleasure, inviting people to have more orgasmic energy in their life, and starting to diminish the trauma and abuse that they've experienced. So I welcome my guest, Anjana. Hi, Anjana. How are you today? Hi. Hi. How are you, Malika? (laughs) Welcome. Calling in from India at 5.30 in the morning. (laughs) This is pretty crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So for those of you who say, I can't wake up for your show. That's too early in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's up at (laughs) 5.30. So so what is it? So out of curiosity, when I had invited you onto the show and I said, hey, do you want to like kind of put it out there to a group of people to see who would want to be a guest on my show? And you were one of the first people who said, yes, I want to do that. What was it that inspired you to want to come and talk on the Pleasure Zone? 
uh, especially not just about trauma and abuse, but to share what you know about bodies and pleasure? One of the first things uh, I felt when when you spoke about speaking on the radio was uh, when uh, I had a traumatic experience earlier, so um, I figured a, a very different way of releasing it because I did the usual way of first avoiding my body and feeling horrible about myself and trying to not trying not to be in that space. And then I also found out that uh, me and a lot of other people who go through trauma and abuse have amazing sexual capacities. Most of us are sexual healers. So it got me intrigued. And I did the usual route of therapy. I did all the healing sessions and everything. And I was noticing that every session with me uh, was more about me avoiding trauma, and it was more about me uh, trying to safeguard myself against trauma. Then I got tired of all this circling, so I thought, okay, how about I don't run away from my trauma? How about I just face it? How about I treat it like like a possessive girlfriend? What if I am trauma's possessive girlfriend? And I just start talking trauma. So uh, it just turned it around. It was earlier the scene was like uh, trauma was chasing me and I started chasing trauma. I started chasing pain. I'm like, okay, I want to know more about you. Come on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Uh, imagine stalking somebody on Facebook or Insta. This is something similar, but then you stalk your, you stalk your pain, you stalk your trauma till you see every bit of it, till you know every corner and every nuking corner of it. And it starts dissipating because uh, when you put a lot of attention on trauma or abuse or anything which is hurtful, uh, it kind of dissipates because uh, technically it never existed. It was mostly in your mind Mm -hmm. because the trauma happened at one point, but you store it in your mind or in your body. That creates the trouble rather than the actual trauma. So when you stalk it, you kind of release it from your mind. Your mind is opening up to just look at trauma as it is rather than any kind of ideas you have about it or any kind of things that you think like, oh, okay, trauma is stopping me from doing something. No, it's not. It's more about our own idea about trauma which stops us from doing things. I love that. So many people have trauma stop them from doing so many things. I remember the conversation we were having where uh, we were talking about, you know, the trauma and how do you change it. And somewhere in our conversation came out why, you know, why run from it, right? And you were talking about, like, what if you can turn it around? So, And then you literally mm-hmm. said the words stalking trauma, and it cracked me up. I said, that's hilarious <laughs> because we never think about <laughs> stalking our trauma we never think like our trauma sometimes people are traumatized by being stalked but turn it around what if you could stalk your trauma and like you were saying know every nook and cranny know its behavior if somebody stalks you they know your behavior they know everything about you they know even your birthday how you smell when you shower and trauma is like an entity that you can know so intimately 
And that was partly, I think, what we were talking about was having that, like, presence with, so much presence with trauma that you become so intimately knowledgeable of it. But your wording of stalking it made me laugh so hard. I thought, we have to talk about this. (laughs) Because nobody (laughs) is, like, really approaching it that... Nobody that I have seen is really approaching uh, changing their trauma and abuse in their life. I don't see anybody approaching it from the perspective of stalking it and becoming so familiar with it that it no longer holds any fear in your mind. Like you were saying, it's no longer in your mind. It's it's almost it's out of your body, so you can, if it's out of your body, you can stalk it. If it's in your body, it's very hard to stalk it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so one thing is you can actually just ask it to be outside of your body so you can follow it and, and look at it and chase it. You can literally just start asking for the trauma to leave so that you can do that. Some people make it really difficult, right? Like you're going to have to chant 37 mantras in different languages, go to the top of a mountain, ask for forgiveness for mm-hmm. all your lifetimes, and then maybe, maybe you might start to get less trauma. But I think we have a different approach, and this is, like, very fun. So my question to the listeners, yeah. <laughs> I'm really wondering for the listeners, this must be so such a uh, strange approach, right? So for all of you, whatever this is bringing up for you, if you're starting to feel really uncomfortable, congratulations, we're probably hitting a nerve. <laughs> And if you're feeling really excited, awesome. We're also probably hitting a nerve. I think there is a lot of value in this conversation. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is because I was thinking about all the people who are being quarantined right now. And I was thinking about uh, how, you know, there are so many, you know, whether it's um, wives who are with their husbands husbands who are abusive or the husbands, you know, the wives who are abusive with their husbands or even uh, child abuse and sexual abuse with children. And now these people are stuck in these places together and they're all confined and the abuse and the trauma is going to be in their face. So when I thought about that, I thought, what happens when the trauma and abuse is in your face? If you don't have any tools to deal with this, what do you do? If you do have some tools, what could that change? And my my target is to share with people some tools so that they can learn how to stalk their trauma, even if the trauma or the person who instigated the abuse or the trauma is right in your environment. So we're actually going to be heading to our first commercial already. Woohoo! So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melissa Yelenich where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melissa 
every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we're talking about trauma. We're talking about some tools and tips to move through it in ways that I bet you've never, ever thought of or considered. Because when my friend Anjana mentioned her thought to me about stalking trauma, it kind of went, whoa, that is really cool. Uh, I often talk about it as being present with trauma, but to take it to the extreme of stalking it is so fun and funny to me. And it brings such a lightness to it, to me as well. It changes the energy, just even considering stalking your trauma. It, it, there's something so dynamically different to that than, than even being present with it, right? So I love that. And I'm just curious, what are some of the tips or ideas that you can give our listeners for maybe how you approach that whole idea of, um, stalking your trauma like what are some maybe do you have some steps or some tools that you can give them uh, so they can start to learn how to how do you do that sure uh well how i look at it is uh, especially during this quarantine period uh i've noticed that most people who who feel trauma and abuse when they experience it they start becoming loners because uh they mostly uh, any situation which happens in their life is magnified to a great extent for them. So uh, anything which uh, they start, they have this thing, the innate capacity to avoid trauma, right? Since they decided that, okay, that was traumatic and painful, and they decide to start avoiding it. So uh, when that happens, what happens is every little thing gets magnified for them. So especially during this quarantine times when you get to spend a lot of time with people around you, every small experience can become traumatic, can, you know, spiral out. So it's really, really good that you brought this up. And 
I've been hearing a lot of cases of domestic abuse also happening currently around the quarantine time across the world. Uh, so what I generally do is I I like to see whether whether it's coming whether a trauma is arising within me or is it coming from outside of me. I mean, what's responding to the trauma? Is it something within me? Or is it something coming from outside of me, just creating it? And I try to look at a situation where, uh, you know, the same thing would have been said, but in a different tone, or the same thing would have been done. And I try to slow down. I try to look at my jaws. I look at my nose. I look at the area uh, around my eyes. You, uh, I usually develop some kind of sensations in my body whenever a traumatic experience starts occurring. So I like to look at the starting point when it starts getting initiated in the body. And when I see it coming up, I start doing some deep breaths. Nice. Ah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> and then when, ah. start <laughs> when you start deep breathing, uh, it kind of changes the energy in the situation. And uh, the other thing is maybe sending some love to the person who is with you. So this I just tried out. Uh, okay, and I also do sales. So when I do sales and I notice someone getting hostile, I send love to them. So I do the same thing during the quarantine period. When I notice someone getting hostile or getting unfriendly, I start sending love to them from my body. So I'm like, okay, body, which part are you avoiding right now? So I'm calling up the part which is doing the avoiding, and I'm like, okay, bo the part which is doing the avoiding, can you send some love? Can you send something fun to this other person? And can you send something playful? When you say fun, playful, the other person who's very serious doesn't know what hit them. They're like, okay, what happened just now? And then they suddenly start becoming nice. And then, <laughs> and then it becomes fun. You do this game with every everyone you meet. I love that. So everybody, whether they're somebody who is an abuser or has been abused, everybody gets to receive a little bit of love and play from you. How fun! Just walking around, <laughs> walking around the world and existing in the world, and offering a love and fun. And like, what a great way to shift also people's perspective of you you know had you chosen to never deal with your trauma you could have been a victim your whole life and there are a lot of people who choose to to be and, and i know this is going to be something people will argue but a lot of people will choose to be in the victim mentality and i say that it's a choice to be in victim mentality because it's a mentality you can change it it's you know, your body might have been abused, but it's your thoughts, like you were saying before, like what we have in our mind that keeps that perpetuating and keeps it going on and on and on. In fact, our mind, in a lot of ways, when we do that, is actually abusing ourself, constantly reminding us of things and going. And that's actually even more abusive than uh, probably the initial thing that occurred. It's the constant reminder, that voice of this happened to you, this is this happened to your body, or whatever that was, whether it was verbal abuse or physical abuse. 
that reminder mm-hmm. is a really, really, uh, it's an awful voice to hear. So when you can turn it around and you start to, uh, whether it is to send it, send love to the person who is the abuser, uh, send play to them, even if it's to the person who's being abused, send love to them too. Uh, like everybody right now could use a little more love for sure. And mm-hmm. I'm yeah. and I'm wondering. So I love your your thoughts on just like you're looking at your you basically you're saying like you can see it coming up in your face. It's like you can notice things. You can notice it in different parts of your your body. The abuse starts to show up somehow. You feel it. So I bet most people who have gone through trauma and abuse have their way of sensing it as well. Whether it's that they feel it in their body or some people have uh, like a smell, like maybe their abuser uh, has a certain smell about them and every time they smell it, for example, if your abuser um, drank alcohol or something and then every time you smell that alcohol, like every memory comes back, just like a pleasant memory can come back, yeah? So there's different ways that our senses will remind us it's almost like an alert system going off, alert, like warning, warning. There, this is your reminder. This was trauma. This was abuse. And um, yeah. before, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before you came on, I was talking about how my my dad, um, years and years ago, he f- uh, was walking on the street and he tripped and he hurt himself, and then that was in uh, Yugoslavia when it was Yugoslavia. And then he moved to Canada, and he hadn't been back for over 20 years. And the next time he went back, he was walking down that same street, and he lifted his leg like in fear. And then he remembered all the memories came back of, oh, that's where I fell and I had that bad accident. So our bodies do have these ways of reminding us uh, to sort of warn us sometimes, but also our body holds memories. So mm-hmm. something, so doing that deep breath, like you were saying, like, ah, is a great way to start to move that out of the mm-hmm. body. <laughs> yeah, everybody, take a deep sigh. Ah, nice, and just let it out, let it from out from like all the way from your very bottom of your feet all the way up through your mouth and through your head, and it's, uh, it can be so relieving. I actually. When I ride my bicycle, I love to breathe like that. And my daughter was laughing at me today. I'm like, Ziva, breathe with me. <laughs> Just go in and go, ah, and we're driving. And because there's nothing where we are right now, we live in the countryside, and there's nobody on the street. And when you hear people walk on the street, you can hear them talking. So when we're biking by people's houses and we're breathing, ah, <laughs> They can, for sure, they can hear us. <laughs> it's fun. We're sending out, like, relaxing vibes everywhere. <laughs> it's very fun. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking about how, you know, for some, some people who are still very much in the middle of abuse right now, if they're in, a, like, a relationship where... Say even like tonight, they go home and or they're at home and you know their partner begins to abuse them. 
Do you have any tips from your perspective on what you can what kind of energy they can be or what they can choose or what they can do maybe to begin to turn that around? Do you have any like insights into that? Um, uh, I think uh, what I've noticed is a little before uh, the trauma or abuse happens, our mind starts uh, tangling around something. Uh, like earlier I was talking to you about the body symptoms, right, where you your you jaw starts clenching up and things happen in your face and your body, your stomach, and maybe sometimes in your genitals also you feel, oh, okay, something's going to happen and I need to protect myself. So you start having a similar sensation in your mind also, like, oh, something's going to happen and I need to prepare myself. That's, that's like you said about your dad's experience. It's our mind and body remembering what happened to us earlier and it's telling us like, look, something's going to come up and you need to be geared up, you need to be prepared. So it's good that we're getting those symptoms. So when we get those symptoms, uh, what I do is uh, I try to relax the mind also. I'm like, okay, if I can relax my body, I can relax my mind also. And what I personally noticed is uh, mostly... Um, how, how do I say this? Probably we are also a, a, a energy which contributes to the trauma or abuse which happens to us. So when we are in the space of this deep breathing or when we are in the space of untangling the mind and keeping the mind empty, just be like empty mind, empty mind, empty mind, empty mind. I've noticed that the other person doesn't have enough ammunition to fight us. They can get bored. They're like, okay, uh, there's not enough charge there. There's not enough stuff there to fight. So uh, I feel like for any fight, you need two people, right? So when you yeah. drop the charge completely and you let it go completely, the other person doesn't feel the requirement to fight with you. They're like, okay, I wanted to pick up a fight with her for something, but I don't remember what. I've heard that from some people. They're like, hey, I was very angry with you, but I don't remember for what now. So <laughs> that's happened to me. I love that, and I think that's very true. I know that in my um, my past relationship was like very confusing and abusive. And when I stopped having any walls up and when I stopped fighting or resisting the person, there was nothing left, and they were so frustrated with me not fighting with them that they were willing to leave. But it took me <laughs> to be willing to let go of even even fighting for my life. I have such a natural, and most people do. Some people have a natural fly, flight uh, habit, but I have a natural fight habit. And for me to get out of the natural fight habit was... To, was really something and it was to be able to go okay right now if I were to die is it okay if I were to leave my body like is is it okay if I lose everything including my life and I kind of went yeah it's actually okay if this person needs to do what they need to do if they need to kill me right now okay this is what's going to happen and I get somebody listening to this is definitely going to comment and go that's insane and it may be insane um, but it is what worked for me. And uh, the other part that worked for me was like that empty mind, like you were saying, is the amazing part was when the, my mind was completely empty, 
and I had nothing in it. I The crazy capacities I could pull off to be able to, um, with no effort at all, protect myself was amazing to me. So just sometimes when you are able to have that total space, um, you know, sometimes we call uh, talk on the show about being space. And if you don't understand what that means, definitely contact me or you can contact Anjana. We can mm-hmm. take you through that, um, take you through like what is it like to be uh, space and how do you become more space. And we're actually going to be having some classes together coming soon, but we're going to put that out uh, probably in the next week or so. Um, we'll have better idea of what our classes will be like, but there will definitely be some practice of being space so that you are not uh, feeling like everything is a fight. It's very hard to be like orgasmic when you're fighting, I find. <laughs> so the more <laughs> space you can have, the more orgasmic your life can be, and the more you can change things. Uh, I really like what you were saying about that. So we are due for our next break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Milica Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly, other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, 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 sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, where tonight we are talking about Things as strange as stalking your trauma and abuse. Yep, we're going to these places where probably no other coaches or therapists have really talked about before. Usually in therapy, you talk about the trauma 
repeatedly over and over and over again, hoping that somehow talking about it will change it. But guess what? I don't never found that it did. What I did find was that definitely, like we talked about earlier, being so much, uh, being the willingness to actually confront it um, and see it coming is really helpful. So, and knowing it, knowing it like you would know your lover that you really, really want to know that you haven't even realized that you've been lovers with yet. So complicated. <laughs> so, I am I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, Anjana, and I think there's probably a lot of listeners out there as well who are excited to be able to connect with you. Can you share with our listeners how they can find you if they would like to have an online session with you uh, or if they'd like to join any of your classes or our classes now and in the future? Um, can you let them know how they can connect with you? Sure. On Facebook, I am Anjana Manavalu. And uh, the classes which we'll be doing together, we will probably be posting on our Facebook pages and Insta pages. And I'm Anjana Manavalu on Insta also. So you can reach out to me anytime. And I also would like to know uh, about your sexual abilities, uh, especially people who had trauma and abuse also are great in sex. I mean, they have amazing sexual abilities. Uh, they just have to be tapped and, you know, they just have to find out what's more fun for them when it comes to sex. So I would be so interested and willing to uh, help you explore that and look at the positive aspects of, oh, okay, I had trauma, so yeah, I've suffered a lot. But then what's what's the fun part of it? I mean, what did I gain out of this experience? And, you know, where where, where do I take it from from here? So what has happened has happened. So what what's going to happen now? What else can I create? So, yeah, I would love to explore that with you. And, yeah, yeah we are, like, like Melissa was saying, it's going to be a lot of fun looking at things as they are and taking it to the extreme of knowing it fully. Uh, what we don't know, I feel what we don't know creates more trouble than what we know. So how about we just know everything about this thing which is causing so much pain within us? What's this trauma? What's this abuse? Why does it have so much power over us in our lives? How about we have power over it? How about we say, hey, I know you, so I'm going to control you. You don't control me anymore. So stalk it through and stalk it through. <laughs> I love that. Not letting it control you anymore. Unless, of course, that turns you on. Um, because there is a level, too, and we <laughs> kind of talked about this, which there is a level of sometimes with abuse that if your body has been abused and it's been um, you know, stimulated by abuse, there's sometimes this thought or energy still in your body that, the next person that you're touched by, the memories come up. And even maybe even their face or their smell or their different parts of them will become present with you because your body contains that memory as well. And as much as we, as much as it sucks, bodies respond to touch. And as much as it sucks, sometimes bodies are actually turned on. And what if we didn't make it wrong? And 
I did a show a while ago about um, trauma as well, and my some of my ideas were on that show about um, actually masturbating to the idea that you're taking your own mind back and that so in terms of like sometimes when you go into fantasy sometimes the fantasies will be things that are like rape fantasies or abuse fantasies because that's a common energy that we've experienced and somehow our bodies connect that to pleasure it's inadvertent it's Mm -hmm. just what happens and then my thought was, well, what if I could just, uh, free, so this is what I did for a while. I would just masturbate to the thought of, okay, so there's the abusers, and their energy would come in, um, and then all of a sudden my body, I would get upset, and I'd feel sad, and I'd get pissed off. And then I I did one of those things where I turned it around. I was like, all right, if I'm not going to let you, I'm actually not going to let you stop me from having pleasure, so I'm going to take over I'm going to take charge and for me it was like instead of um, having the rape fantasy so much it was more like oh yeah I'm going to tie you down bastard and see what you think of this and that was very freeing for me <laughs> so so a little bit of like yeah, S&M going on <laughs> yeah very freeing and then being able to have um, an outlet to be able to to actually experience that in real life is such a gift as well so if you have um, even even an outlet to talk about it is so great but if you have an outlet of somebody who's Mm -hmm. like a safe playmate where you can do some of these things so that your body can heal it and it can have a different perspective on it I think is an amazing gift as well and that's part of stalking your trauma really is like now you can do this all these things great your mind can get clear and then your body will still have this reaction so to me like i it, it was a few years ago i started just thinking like what if i just started every time the a thought of abuse that would come in and try and stop me from from actually having pleasure okay turn it around L- like what if mm-hmm. i just what what am i turned on by here cuz there's something that i'm so disgusted by in my own thoughts and at the same time I'm so turned on by and there's that polarity and then there's all this judgment that happens because of that oh this is sick I think I'm sick why should I think this I think there's something wrong with me but truthfully there's nothing wrong with you if you're having these like if you're having these fantasies there's nothing wrong with you chances are you've probably been abused and your body is having memories so my thought is mm-hmm. masturbate it out. Just masturbate it out and see what happens. <laughs> Do you have anything that you can add to those <laughs> thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, the, I've also, I also used to get a lot turned on by forced fantasies. Uh, so when I first started uh, finding out about sex after my puberty, once again, after all the trauma and abuse, when my hormones start working, I'm like, ah, okay, why do I get turned on by force all the time? And I'm a feminist in my other life where I'm not masturbating and I just confusing me for the most time. I was like, I wouldn't really like it if it happened in real life, but then force seems to turn me on so much. 
Like, I did something similar like what you did there. I started looking at it and I'm like, why is this turning me on? Why is this turning me on? And stories where force were there were also turning me on. And I started writing those stories, actually. So when I wrote it, it became therapeutic for me. (laughs) You have a book. Like, if you have a lot of these stories, this could be like a... Um, a, a great book. We could go like put it on Amazon. There's, you've already probably, uh, if you still have the stories written, what a gift! Uh, but that would be a great seller. Yeah, I didn't even know you. You didn't tell me that. That's awesome. <laughs> I had no idea you were writing stories about this. This is so fun. Wow. Yeah, because stories <laughs> help us process the trauma in a different way. You can have your own ending in your own story. Uh, and it changes the whole drama which happens in your head. You're like, okay, that's a story which happened previously in my life. So now I'm going to write a new story. And then again, you have a new story. And then a new story. <laughs> that's awesome. That and like a great said, idea, having like... a password to... Oh, go ahead, go Sorry? ahead. So, no, you go yes, ahead. Uh, I was thinking of having a partner where you do a role play is also a great idea. Like what you said, telling them like, okay, let's do a role play of this. Uh, let's do this thing where you force me into having sex and I resist and I resist and I resist and ultimately I'm having pleasure. So that would be <laughs> yeah. a complete promotion. <laughs> and you will also releasing your trauma. So it's a win-win for everyone. Oh, I love the resist, 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 and then all of a sudden there's pleasure. And that's great because there is, and you know, like there are a lot of people who play that game anyway of resist, 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 and then they're oh so turned on. And what I really love is your method of writing it out. I don't write a lot, but for somebody who does, what a great way to turn around your story and change all the trauma. There's, for me, I'm uh, like more like very physical. So for me, masturbating it out was great. Uh, for somebody who's an artist, maybe painting it out would be great. Uh, I think there's so many different creative outlets because a lot of that trauma is uh, trauma that's going to be sitting in your, like all your areas of your body that are sexual energy and moving them out like that sexual energy is like survival energy it's also creative energy and just if you can move it out through different creative outlets it can be really really helpful so cool so we've got one more break time is flying like crazy (laughs) so uh, we're on our third break (laughs) and you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own Pleasure Zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly 
other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today from the U.S., call 815-880-TALK. That's 815-880-8255. From Canada, dial 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Or send your questions or comments via email to info at MilicaJelenic.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are just joining in now, you are really in for a treat on this show. We're looking at some completely different approaches to unraveling and shifting the trauma that and the abuse that goes on in our bodies that we keep on repetitively holding on to. And we're looking at different ways that probably and honestly I've never heard people talking about. So I hope the brave ones of you who are listening who have experienced trauma or abuse in any way uh, might actually find some great fun in some of the tips and tools we've been giving today, like stalking your abuse. What a great concept, and even just saying it always makes me giggle, so I love that. And I've had amazing guests today, Anjana. I want to just check in with you, Anjana. Is there anything that you would like to share with the listeners today that we haven't talked about yet? I, um, I was also, uh, when we spoke about writing, I also thought of, Mm, because there's so much we don't like about our bodies, people who go through trauma or abuse, they start blaming themselves for trauma or abuse. And they have this whole list of things they don't like about themselves, and they always hold it against themselves. So I was wondering, what if we make a list about things we actually like in bodies, like our bodies, bodies around us, uh, bodies of the opposite sex. Uh, for example, um, we can we can look at what we actually like about. Okay, there's there, there's this guy I really like to smi- smile a lot. I would give anything to just see him smile. So what if we start making notes on all the beautiful things bodies are? What are the what's the gift bodies are to us? Like for example, if you see this really cute guy smile or this amazing person who who changes something in your body being with them or seeing their body changes something for you 
why not we make a note of it in a mental journal or a physical journal where we can look at it and remember what how bodies are actually and how much fun bodies can be and how much pleasure bodies can be also yeah we had a, we had a we had a experience with bodies and what other experience can we have with bodies how much pleasure how much naughtiness and cheeriness is there with bodies and <laughs> what what else fun is possible with bodies um so i usually do this mental note thing and also when i find someone i want to be like i'm like oh i like this energy a lot about this person so i i start looking at what is the energy i really like about that person then i try to use the energy somewhere like when i look at someone i'm like oh this person doesn't uh doesn't care at all about what anyone thinks about them they are they are so themselves every moment okay where can i use this energy today like where can i use maybe 2% of this energy if i'm a little scared i'm like okay i'll use 2% of it okay let's use 10% of it let's use 20% of it and then you start exploring that energy slowly and you're like okay what's that thing about that person i really like so i think those are new ways of playing with the body and generally uh throwing fun energy at people because uh people are used to having very dense energies thrown at them like anger and sadness and they feel it so sometimes when you go to a place you feel like oh i don't like this place it makes me feel very icky or when you go to a place you're like okay this this place feels peaceful so i've heard of peace energies and i've heard of the sadness anger energies what about energies of pleasure have you gone to any place and felt oh this place feels so pleasurable what's like the depth of pleasure that. how about we explore yes. what's the depth of pleasure that is, that is the that is a great question to end on actually is what if we can explore pleasure and we're up at our last 30 seconds of the show. So, I just wanted to say thank you so much Anjana for joining me tonight and your great ideas and your great tips. So, for those of you who um are ready to go out and explore some get out your journal and look at some of the things you love about bodies and then also go out and also like what things would you like to experience with bodies that you've never experienced? Look at some of your fantasies that you can actually fulfill in your life to start to enjoy. even more having lists is a fantastic way to do it stay tuned in and turned on till next week thank you for listening to the pleasure zone with sensual movement artist milica yelenic the pleasure zone returns next monday at 8 p.m. eastern 7 p.m. central 6 p.m. mountain and 5 p.m. pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com we hope you'll join us until then have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on